hello and welcome back to another edition of I Am the Woman Caught in Adultery. If you're enjoying the podcast, I Am the Woman Caught in Adultery, make sure you take time to subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast, and scroll down the link and leave a message or a question. I'd love to hear from you. Hello, friend. We're back to Friday. Back to the weekend. There was a time that, to me, this was the freaking. Seeing how many people I could do. And how many things I could see. But tonight I had my grandbaby and she did something that made a scripture come to mind. We heard a noise and it scared her. And she said, Nani, can you hold my hand? until I can go to sleep well actually she made me think of two scriptures the first one being if any two touch and agree on any one thing that he would be in the midst because I always teach my grandbabies don't be afraid if you've watched something that scared you or or you heard something that startled you don't be afraid you can tell it leave me alone and go away And the next scripture that she made me think of was 2 Corinthians 10, 10 and 4, talking about the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds through Christ Jesus. So when I began to think about her, I remembered that a nine millimeter was my instrument of choice instrument of destruction but now I'm armed and loaded with the 357 and it packs a bigger punch and the 357 I'm talking about is not like the raging judge or any of those things what I'm talking about is three being the trinity the father son and the holy ghost five being the number of grace and seven being the number of completion so I'm armed and loaded and he also gave me a sword the sword of truth being the word of God and he said that that is sharper than any two-edged sword it's piercing even to the dividing of son of soul and spirit so I'm armed and loaded and when that baby did that I wasn't even going to drop a podcast tonight. I was going to wait until tomorrow. But she stirred me out of the bed to sit up and do this because for her even have the faith to believe if we can just touch and agree. I know what you said, but I ain't there yet, Nani. And that's what my grandbabies call me. It's Nani. And as soon as I held her hand, well, actually, I was holding her hands because we were crisscross, like we were playing rope, double dutch or something. But she made me have to sit up. She brought the word back to me. And I love that. And like I tell God, I love when he gives it to me fresh off the press. I don't mind studying. I don't mind putting in the time to search the word of God. But I love it when it comes to me just like this because that's what I love sharing with you real things 
there was a time that I thought giving a testimony meant that I drove past three gas stations and my car was on empty and God let me make it. But I had the money and sometimes I didn't. But just being lazy and didn't want to stop. I've heard testimonies about a light bill being paid, but I took time to buy some bundles of hair and get my nails done. I had to learn to get my priorities straight and that's why I'm armed and loaded now because our our fight is not with this carnal, it's not with this flesh because this flesh has a mind of its own. It does what it wants to do when we allow it to, but when you submit yourself unto God, then I can resist the devil and he got to flee. But when I'm armed and loaded, the devil like to mess with your imagination. That's why I talked about the mindset because if it can get planted in your mind, it'll grow in your heart. And then I'll see the actions of it in my hand. Like I told you, the nine millimeter was my weapon of choice because I knew that it was semi-automatic so I could either shoot one at a time or I could let it off. Because with me, a gun is about protection, not just out there shooting people up, not being armed and loaded to kill my own people. The only time I intend to use a gun and was use, intending to use a gun was for imminent danger. If I felt like I was in life or death situation and one of us got to get out of here and it's, it always felt like it had to be me. But I learned in being armed and loaded. I look at even when David was being sought after by Saul to be killed. Every time God would let David get away. I look at Samson until he just pushed grace too far. Every time the enemy sought to take him down, God allowed him to overtake them. So I don't have to be armed and loaded with a nine millimeter. I don't have to be armed and loaded with a machete. I don't have to be armed and loaded with an AK-57. I don't have to be armed and loaded with a chopper. Long as I got that 357 on my side, long as I got the sword of the spirit, all those other weapons don't matter because they're carnal. My, my warfare is against that spiritual thing, against that imagination, telling people that because you feel the way you feel does not mean that that's the way it is because God loves us and he doesn't love us because of our pedigree he doesn't love us because I come from a lineage he doesn't love us because I come from old money he loves me because he created me like I said earlier to be his home before the foundation of the world was laid he already knew that Jesus was going to have to come and give up that blood Give up that water to be the remission of our sin so that he could send back the Holy Ghost. That's how I get armed and loaded. That's how I get set up for warfare and for battle. Along with reading that word, studying to show myself approved, recognizing that 
it don't always come to me the way I think it's going to come to me. When I learn to confess my weaknesses, then my weaknesses, you have to find something else to come to me with. When I acknowledge my weaknesses to God, I arm and load myself. Because those imaginations that used to get me caught up and become triggers, pulling me all over the place because I'm armed and loaded. They don't do what they used to do. They don't have the strength that they used to have. So when I get armed and loaded the right way, because who's to say that even having that weapon, it's been people that have had weapons and had those same weapons turned on them and lost their own life. I'd rather trust in God. He can cover me with his blood. He can shield me. He can protect me. He holds me in the palm of his hand. So if I'm armed and loaded the right way, he covers me with his blood. If I'm armed and loaded the right way, I won't battle that flesh. I'll recognize the spirit. Because a lot of times we find people, we think that we're battling against them, but it's that spirit that's in them. And that's why he told us, the only way we can battle these things is if our mind is his, like his mind. And that's why my prayer lately has been, God, let this mind that was in you be in me. Let the mind that was in you, Lord Jesus, be in me. Let the mind that was in you, Lord Jesus, be in me. Because if I think like you, I'll act like you. If I think like you, I'll do like you do. If I think like you, my ways will be like your ways. And somebody made millions of dollars off of of that WWJD. But they didn't realize they really, that that was the money. They hit gold with that because when I get ready to move, that should be my first thought. What would Jesus do? When I get ready to open my mouth to talk, my first thought should be, what would Jesus say? Before I react and think, what would Jesus do and respond? If I learn to make his thoughts my thoughts and that's how I make his thoughts my thoughts by saying what would Jesus do when I'm faced with circumstances and situations and things happening instead of reacting think what would Jesus do that's how he armed and loaded me that's how he prepared me for this battle because They're not carnal. They're not against these things. They're not against people. They're not against ethnicities. They're not against cultures. The weapon is against anything that does not exalt God, anything that does not uplift God, anything that does not bless God. That is the enemy. That is the wrong imagination and that's what needs to be brought down and brought under subjection because when I begin to think like he thinks I'll do the thing that he does 
when I begin to think like he thinks, I'll say the things that he says. Because the Bible said that a kind word drive away wrath. Instead of always reacting, take time and think and recognize the spirit. When God start blessing, the devil start messing. Say it with me. When the de- God start blessing, the devil start messing. So when things are going good, you got to look for something to happen. And most times, I put myself in a predicament. So when I learn to, when things are going good, keep myself in the right head space. Keep myself around the right people. Keep myself with the right things going on. He told me that his burden was easy. His yoke was easy. I'm sorry. And his burden was light. Like I said, I make it hard. I make it difficult. Because instead of thinking, what would Jesus do? Acknowledging him in all my ways, what would Jesus say? How would Jesus react? I just fly off the handle. I come out the side of my neck. I side out somebody. But is it that serious? Because as many times as I've tripped, fallen, ran, slid, and jumped in the sand, he never looked at me like that. He never thought of me the way I thought of some other people. And that's what made me learn that in the word to stop judging because what I think should happen to somebody else is what will happen to me. Because he told me if I judge to judge not so that I don't be judged because the same measure that I measure out what I think about somebody else well I think they ought to have this just like David when he found out that somebody had taken the man's one you the one's female lamb that man should this should happen to him and that should happen to him and this should happen to him and when he realized that he was the man When I recognize where I'm coming short, when I recognize what I need to do, when I recognize that I need to say, what would Jesus do before I move? What would Jesus say before I open my mouth? And how would Jesus react and then respond? Because he armed and loaded me to bring down these imaginations. He armed and loaded me to bring these things under subjection. And I have the power in my mouth. Mr. Walter said something today that made me think about it. He said, when something is bothering you, he heard a man say, tell it, get out of my way. And that's what I tell my grandbaby, tell it leave me alone and go away he told me I could speak to the mountain and tell them to be removed get out of my way and be cast into the sea and it's got to move he told me I could speak to the winds and the wave and tell it peace be still and it's got to happen he told me I have the power of life and death in my tongue the only thing I have to do is speak it and believe it and what I don't believe he said Ask me to help your unbelief. So God, I believe you. Lord, help my unbelief. Say that with me. God, I believe you. 
can move the mountain. Help my unbelief. God, I believe you can stop the wind and the wave because I saw Jesus do it in the Bible. I know you can do it. When I learn how to be armed and loaded the right way, when I learn how to deal with the right things instead of dealing with people, deal with that spirit, recognize what's going on, I'll be able to handle the situation so much better. And that's why I'm getting armed and loaded that way. When this fight comes, I'm prepared the right way. I got the right weapons on board. Because I'm armed and loaded with my 357. The Father, Son, the Holy Ghost. Five for the number of grace. And seven for completion. Then he gave me the sword of the spirit. So I'm totally protected. I'm armed and loaded. If you're enjoying the podcast, I am the woman caught in adultery. Make sure you take time to subscribe. Take time to share it. And take time to scroll down to the link and leave a message or a question. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time.